Welcome to The Bomar Show. We are your hosts, Josh and Sarah Bomar. We hope this podcast will motivate, educate, and entertain you. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to The Bomar Show. We are on episode seven, and of all the podcasts we have filmed thus far, this one is definitely most exciting for us, and that's because it is all about the birth of Bomar Nutrition and then answering some questions that you guys had on Instagram. Yeah, and making Bomar Nutrition, by the way, our last name, like the company named after us, was a huge risk on our end. For sure. Because it holds us accountable. When people have a problem with Bomar Nutrition, they take it out on us. Right. You know, if you have a problem with your Sony TV, you know, you don't text or or DM the owner of Sony and complain. So you don't know who he is. A lot of people hide behind company names and LLCs. And, but we decided, you know what, we don't mind that accountability. So we're going to name it Bomar Nutrition so people know that we own it and quite frankly, we want people to know. So it holds us accountable too. Absolutely. And that's just not a trait in the supplement industry, but because that's what we're talking about today, I would be very interested if you could name three owners of three popular supplement companies today. It's, it's very rare. So we're really excited that we were able to do that and then be successful at it as well. But with the success definitely comes the failures. And a lot of the things that we do now with Bomer Nutrition is a result of a failed supplement company that we had. Yeah, a lot of people don't know this, but we had a company completely flop, not even 18 months prior to starting Bomer Nutrition. Epic failure. And that company was called 100 Degrees. Yes. And 100 Degrees, where that name came from is we wanted it to be 212 Degrees supplements because uh, that 212 is boiling water. It powers locomotives. The one engine. degree difference. There's a one degree difference. That was our whole slogan because we wanted to be that one degree better yeah. and and give that one degree difference to our customers. But that was trademarked. So then we chose 100 degrees Celsius. That equals 212 degrees. So that's kind of how that name got brought up. But that company was an epic meltdown failure. And I would love for us to go through all the failures and lessons that we learned from that brand. Absolutely. So mistakes one and two kind of go hand in hand. We, we had a business partner, which was not the mistake, but we had a business partner and we invested a ton of money upfront, like most companies do. But instead of actually visiting our manufacturer and doing our sample testing and everything, we just kind of trusted our business partner. And unfortunately that wasn't the best route to go because we really should have went down to the manufacturer and had that face-to-face and that one-on-one interaction because that actually then holds your manufacturer accountable because they have a relationship with you. We had no relationship with our manufacturer. Yeah, we never went there. We basically, how we ran our operation was they would send us samples. We would um, make suggestions on ingredients and, and say, we need to add this, this, and this. And we'd go back and forth until we got something perfect. But we never went and saw him. Well, we, I still this day I couldn't tell you what he looked no, like. No, so we don't. We we didn't really understand the process. We didn't know them. So mistakes one and two were were very big eye openers when starting Bomer Nutrition because we knew we wanted to do the absolute opposite of that. So mistake number three, because we didn't have that relationship with the manufacturer, a lot of false promises and empty promises were made. To us. Yes. Which, of course, we're excited. New business owners, naive. We believe in everybody thinking that why would they lie to us or try to mislead us in any way, shape, or form. But unfortunately, that's exactly what happened to us. Right. So let's just say I don't remember the exact dates because I really don't even want to think about that epic, awful 
month and a half. Let's just use that, April 1st. Okay, so let's just say our manufacturer calls us on March 1st and says, hey, your product's going to be done and delivered to your fulfillment center on April 1st. Okay, perfect. Thanks for letting us know. So, like we said, we invested a lot of money up front and... In order to get some capital moving, we decided to have a pre-sale, which there's nothing wrong with having pre-sales. People do it all the time. But those people already have product in the warehouse. They're not selling product that they don't even have in their possession yet. Which we didn't know. Correct. So that was another mistake. Number three. So we sold, we started selling product, let's just say on March 15th, two weeks beforehand. That's kind of the allotted time for a pre-sale with the quote unquote guaranteed day of delivery on April 1st. And of course, Murphy's Law, When if something can go wrong, it will. And like three to four weeks later, we still didn't have product in the warehouse. Yeah, it was three weeks later, guys. It was almost May. Yeah. And we still had no product. So we had like a thousand customers that were just livid. I mean, completely upset. Of course, so if they're taking it out on us. Rightfully and, so. We took their money. They don't right? have product. Take it out on us. Yeah. I mean, they thought we stole from them. Yeah. They were calling us thieves. I mean, it was horrible. So we're just reaming the manufacturer. I mean, seriously, a new a-hole. I mean, yep. we are going ape on him. So what he does to speed up the process was ship products unlabeled which like to our customers it literally blows my mind that that so, occurred so our customers get product that doesn't have a label on it and literally it, you can't even tell what flavor it is and we we literally emailed them the, yeah. the label. We saying, sent them the PDF of the label. Here, if you want to print it out and put it on your tub, sorry. Oh, my gosh. Talk about an epic meltdown failure. This was before Bomar Nutrition. Yeah. I mean, you talk about the worst people possibly running a company. I feel like we held that title. Yeah, and so, but the product was really good, which was the most frustrating part because the product was amazing. But by the time the second protein flavor came out and then we had two different flavors of BCAAs, it just kind of left a sour taste in everyone's mouth because people were upset from the first run. We weren't getting positive word of mouth. We weren't getting any reviews. We weren't getting anyone sharing our stuff. So it was like we were starting over every single launch, just trying to regain the trust from the customers that we already screwed up with. Yeah, no one was rebuying our stuff because their experience was so horrible. Yeah. And those were just the people that we didn't have to give money back to. Right. So we have all this product on hand, nobody buying it, right. and we have nothing to show for it. Yeah. So by the end of 2016, we decided to dissolve 100 degrees. We just decided that it wasn't even worth it anymore because our manufacturer, I'm sorry, our fulfillment center was out in California, which was mistake number five because it's so far away from majority of the country. It cost an arm and a leg to get to the fulfillment center. It cost an arm and a leg to ship it to customers. No one is buying. So by the end of 2016, we we're, were basically giving it away. Well, yeah, we gave our product away at a loss and just to get rid of it. I mean, it was horrible. It was like buy one, you know. Get I, two free or something It was something crazy. crazy. Yeah. Just trying to get rid of inventory. So we, lo we lose a ton of money. Yep. And we are super sore in the industry from a supplement owner's perspective. We were like, can we actually do this? I mean, we just had the most epic fail possible. I was like, could we do this again? The only thing that would have made it worse is if the products were bad. But the yeah. products were good. That was the only thing we did right was because it took so long to do the samples. The product was actually really amazing. So we're in the end of 2016. So it's winter because we're in December. Josh and I are living in Columbus, Ohio at the time. And one of my most favorite things to do when it's cold outside, so basic, fire, get cuddly under a blankie and drink some hot chocolate. And as you guys all know, 
hot chocolate from the store is just basically sugar chocolate water. And even if you get the light stuff, it just tastes terrible. So instead of having 30 to 40 gram sugar drink, I was warming up hot water and using our 100 degrees chocolate protein because we had so much of it because I think we were our only customers. Um, <laughs> so I was warming up hot water. And because the, the quality of the product was actually very high, I was mixing in chocolate protein into the hot water to make protein hot chocolate. And I was like, this is so gross. I will never try this. I mean, I was literally disgusted at the thought of drinking a protein shake hot. And this is from the man who eats sardines voluntarily. I mean, I'm not kidding. I'm like, this is so gross. No one would ever do this. But then again, I, I have to admit, I wasn't surprised because Sarah was always super creative on making healthy foods. I remember when we first started dating, she made me cookie dough out of protein powder by barely putting any water in it and turning it into a, a, a pudding texture. I was just like blown away with your creativity. I'm basically a magician. I'm you're a food wizard. Yeah, that's was, what I am. It official, was amazing. Official title. So, once Josh finally trusted me and tried my PHC protein hot chocolate, he was a believer. I said, 100%. "Oh my gosh, this is amazing. We need to turn this into a business right now." And I said, "Quote, that is the stupidest idea I've ever heard." It's true. Sarah wanted nothing to do with it, of course. I said, "Nope." You you have to realize where we're coming from. We just got our asses handed to us in, yep. in the supplement industry. We lost a ton of money and lost credibility with our fans. And we're just kind of sore losers at that moment. Yeah. And I was like, no, we got to do this. So Sarah's like, well, you can do whatever you want. I don't want anything to do with this. Yeah, kind of I said, thing. do not ask me for help. I'm not going to help you. If you want to do this, this is pretty much going to be all on you. Yeah. So I'm like, fine, I got this. So I started working on this and and trying to find manufacturers and different things and sampling. And where I really started, I realized, I said, okay, well, not all protein is created equal. Some protein does better at higher temperatures than other because uh, certain proteins actually denature whenever, whenever you heat them up, which makes them unbioavailable to the human body or at least less bioavailable. And so obviously even if it tasted good, but it wasn't doing anything for you. I didn't want that because that would be misleading to our customers. So going through all the different testings of the different types of protein from casing to egg to whey, I mean, to, to, um, isolate versus concentrate and all these different things. We finally found a perfect formula that worked great with hot water. So that took a long time. So this was over the course of a year and a couple months. Yeah. The whole ultimate failure slash ideation of protein hot chocolate to actually launching protein hot chocolate was almost 15 months. Right. So again, I'm on my own at this point, trying everything I can to get this done. And Sarah is just kind of laughing at me, you know, but I believed in what she created. And so I want that to be very important for you guys to understand. Sarah created the hot chocolate idea and I, I was going to be the one creating the business out of this. And so, and then the label started and then I decided, oh no, no, no. I really need to step in at this point. Well, <laughs> we, we kind of started with the creating a snowman. He was a, a snowman was with a, buff arms. Yeah. So instead of sticks, <laughs> he had logs, like for big arms. beefy arms. Yeah. And it was like protein, hot chocolate. And it was very like Christmassy and it was a hilarious label. I actually still like the label. I still have it. So I'll post it. It's, it's hilarious. Yeah. And then it went to a penguin. We were going he more was of so like cute. iceberg, kind of create this like cold vibe to warm yourself up. And it was just bad. Well, then we went to like a Swiss Miss knockoff. So like a light blue and a white, which is where we got the blue Bomber Nutrition color was the Swiss Miss color. 
Well, so what ended up happening, you know, with this, we were trying to make it fit into the standard mold of labels that were in the industry. And that's small flavor with big letters and, and a lot of blank space. I mean, we were just, and so I thought, I was like, you know what? Screw this. I want a scene, something that moves the person when they see this product, because what we created was amazing. It tasted unbelievable. It was better than Swiss Miss. And I was, I, I wanted people to experience a greatness whenever they looked at the label, not just when they tasted it. So I said, screw this. We're going to make an entire scene, a fireplace scene yep. with a cup of hot chocolate. I mean, we were going to, we were going to create something that's never been done before in the industry. And so uh, me and one of our, one of our employees that that's been with us from the very beginning, him and I, we started working and working on this. And then finally I brought it. I mean, it came together and I was like, that's it. Because the label actually looks as good as the product tastes. Which is super hard to do, by the yeah, way. Because usually it looks way better. Yes. Yeah. So we get it perfect, and I present it to Sarah, and I'll never forget the lights clicking on. She said, oh, my gosh, this is real. I was like, we're going to do this. Mm -hmm. And so that was it. So we put in the order for our first tub. Tubs. So that's, yeah, so that's kind of one of the questions is how are we debt-free? And we're debt-free because we started small and we created a snowball because our only intention was to ever have protein hot chocolate. Right. If you ever look on the actual website, when you post the link, it doesn't default to Bomber Nutrition and defaults to protein hot chocolate because that is what we protein wanted. Proteinhotchocolate.com, yeah. by the way, wasn't taken no. or trademarked and we did both. Yeah, so... so <laughs> kind of gives you proof that we were the first with Yeah, if you actually chocolate. look on the protein hot chocolate hashtag, there aren't any posts until we made the product, right. which is hilarious. So we're debt-free because we started small. And when we first placed that order, we ordered 1,000 units. And we, uh, Which was a lot of money for us, guys. It was a lot of money. And a 1,000 five-pound tubs. So two and a half tons of protein was coming our way. And we didn't talk about this product or this company at because all. Because we were so embarrassed from 100 degrees failing so bad. So we made sure that this product was in the warehouse. We made them send photos of it in the warehouse. I think that was actually our first post was the product actually in the warehouse. And we ended up launching in the middle of January, towards the end of January. So in the middle of winter, which was just the most perfect timing. And of course it happened during an epic snowstorm in the Midwest. So it really couldn't have timed up any better. And our initial thought was these thousand tubs will last us six weeks. Why wouldn't they? People are going to buy it and then they'll well, start we, talking we about it. We hoped people would buy it. Again, yeah. we're coming off of a very failed company here. We right. had truthfully no idea. What if people hate the idea of drinking protein hot chocolate like I thought in the beginning, like drinking protein hot? And we didn't advertise it like it was whey protein with a protein hot chocolate flavor. We never advertised it. It was 100% whey, obviously, but we advertised it like it was protein hot chocolate. Good for you, hot chocolate. 22 grams of protein, two carbs, one and a half grams of fat. Like, that was our whole marketing scheme. And we just had no idea if it was going to do well or not. So we launched it on faith. Yeah, we did. And people always say, like, now they're like, oh, well, you know it's going to do well. And in that moment, we legitimately 
had no idea what to expect. And we're sitting on our phone. We were actually at a trade show when we launched it. And we were just sitting on our phone, just refreshing. We're like, oh my gosh, 10 people are on the website. And oh my gosh, we hit our hundredth order. And we, I think we did on that day. I'll have to go back and look, but I do know that we sold out of those thousand tubs in eight days, which was insanity because one of the mistakes that we made during hundred degrees was we never actually had to reorder. So we had no idea about lead times and the fact that, okay, what if we do sell out? We should probably have already placed a reorder in order to not be out of stock for longer than the two months that we were. So we took all the profit from that, from the first thousand tubs that we sold and put it back into our company. And then we made a, an order for 2000 tubs. Yeah. It was like two or two or <laughs> 3000. I can't remember. It, it went was, at 1000, 2000, 4000. And it's been going up since then. Right. So, so we, we just used the profits from our company and yeah. kept reinvesting it back into our brand. We never bought flashy cars. We didn't buy anything like living above our means by any means we invested back into our company. And that's whenever, I think that's a huge point for you guys. A lot of people, a learning tip, a lot of people try to build a company to make money so they can have some sort of lifestyle that they think they want. And that lifestyle will never motivate you. It didn't motivate us. No. You know, we were just trying to create the best product on earth. Because why would we, if our goal was to make this lifestyle, why would we get into one of the most saturated industries in the world? Thousands of co companies and competition that's been established for decades. Why would we try to come in with a product that, sure, we try to disrupt the industry and do things like that. But you really think about it. We could have made money in a lot of different ways. Mm -hmm. And especially training. I mean, with us and diet sales. I mean, both being fitness nutrition experts. And, I mean, there's a ton of stuff we could have done. We didn't start this company to make money. No. By any means. We started this company because we truly felt that there wasn't a brand on the market that, that we genuinely loved and enjoyed that we could really hang our hat on. So we were like, you know what? Let's just make our own. Yeah. So there are, when we were buying supplements from others, you know, we weren't brand loyal to one company because some companies had better pre-workout and some companies had better probiotics and some companies had better bars and vice versa. So for us, like when we were buying product, we, we just genuinely feel, and I still kind of feel is that the industry is very stale when it comes to, companies who are are comfortable and they just they've kind of lost their their innovation and their creativity because they are so established well they're also pigeonholed into their their business strategy which their business strategy is they make a product they sell it to store store sell it to customers that that that's their main model and unfortunately when you do sell to stores you have to have a margin as a company then the store has to have margin so the customer's paying a premium price for really a low-grade product yeah. and if they do try to put high ingredients in it they outprice their competition so much that no one buys it either so we were so sick of it we were like we're gonna sell straight to the customer and put real high quality ingredients in this because guys the ingredients that taste great cost a lot more and still be competitive when it comes to price in the marketplace yes. we didn't overprice our product just because we knew that we essentially could based because on the it quality. was superior quality right but that like we mentioned money was not the goal the goal was to actually create a product that we enjoyed drinking because i cannot tell you over the last 21 months that bomber nutrition has been in business how many dms i get a week of people 
who message me that say, I've never finished an actual tub of protein before. I've never finished an actual tub of protein. Right. No I, one. I mean, I, I mean, there's probably a lot of you that look in your cupboard and there's just half full tubs because you can't stomach it anymore. Right. So that's what's so neat about our stuff. And that is one of the reasons why we started this company was because we actually wanted a product that we enjoyed drinking and craved. And that kind of blossomed into the rest of it. So like I mentioned, we only did ever intend to have protein hot chocolate. So we order our first thousand tubs, we sell out in eight days, and then we're out of stock for two months because we did not understand lead times. Eight week lead time. So we yeah. literally sell out in eight days and then we have eight weeks of no product. But the problem was, good and bad, people started getting their product while we were sold out and people started falling in love with the product. And so they were posting it, they were saying how good it was, and then people were mad because we were sold, sold out. out. <laughs> so it was kind of a double-edged sword. So we got more, we started understanding lead times more, because obviously we didn't want to be sold out. So we actually ended up placing the second order right after we sold out. And then even before the second order came in, we had already placed our third order just to make sure that we didn't have that lapse anymore. Which worked out for us because we sold out again almost immediately. Yeah. So we did have a few days that we were sold out, but luckily it wasn't eight weeks that time. And then once people started, new customers started coming and people who had never heard of Josh and Sarah Bomer before, they were just like, oh, I just like that protein hot chocolate idea. And then people started messaging us and they were like, what's the next thing? And we're like, well, this is it. Like, will you want like a shaker cup or something? Like, this is just, this is just protein hot chocolate. Like, we're not really interested in and doing more and people are like but no like if you can make the one thing taste good that i don't enjoy what could you do with with other products yeah so i think was it pumpkin spice or no, the so, next one so we we kind of wanted to go into safer things so we did the fish oil probiotics right. greens and then our second well green so i i would want to start with green so Greens are important because I'm not big on vegetables because I know when you cook vegetables, most vegetables literally lose most of their vitamins and minerals whenever you're cooking them. Some of them don't, but most of them do. And right. that's and that's the ones that you buy super organic from the store. But if you're buying normal vegetables, the, the whole vegetable industry is just so crap I mean, yeah. with what you're getting quality-wise. So I was like, you know, I would rather drink my vegetables in a greens form, which is how we formulated and designed greens to have 12 different sources of vegetables in it. Right. So one of the questions that someone asked, which is perfect tee up to this, is how we come up with products. And Josh and I travel a lot. And the second flavor that we launched was birthday cake. But the second flavor that we formulated was not birthday cake. It was dolce de leche. Because we had went to Argentina a few months after Bomer Nutrition launched, and one of the staples of the Argentinian diet is dolce, <laughs> dolce de leche. And if you guys have never had it, it's basically like caramel Nutella. They put it on oh everything. Oh my God, it's so it's good. It's so good. If you ever have the chance to go to South America, do it and get the dolce de leche, everything. So we came back from our travels, and we told our manufacturer, we want to make a dolce de leche protein. So we started the formulation, we went to the manufacturer, we started testing it, we had it perfect. The label was done, everything was done, and then we were like, man, do we really want to launch this random flavor for our second protein flavor? No. no. So while we were down there perfecting this flavor, 
um, our manufacturer actually said, well, why don't you do like a birthday cake? And I'm like, well, can it have sprinkles in it? Because as we were walking around, I saw all the sprinkles that they had sitting there. And I'm like, that would be so cool. To and up to that point, no one had ever put sprinkles in protein powder. No, people had put like little chips and things and stuff, but no one had put sprinkles in a powder. And I'm like, this would be so cool. It'd be pretty. People would have fun drinking it. They would smile when they put it in. So we started working on the different sprinkles. We had custom sprinkles made to make sure that they would somewhat float because most sprinkles don't. So we perfected birthday cake and now we have two flavors that are done. We're like, well, now what do we launch? And that was weird kind of the Argentinian flavor or do we launch sprinkle festivities? Yeah. And so it was super fun about how we created that label too. Cause if you guys look at that label, that label, Sarah and I went and actually had a custom piece of, cake made mm-hmm. that exactly the way we wanted it we bought uh cake pops from starbucks yep. and then we made this shake and then put this cake on top of it with all these different things we made our own shake yeah and we made we, our own label we made our own label photographed it and then turned that and then put sprinkles on the top sprinkles on the bottom if you guys are listening to this go to the website look at the label it's hilarious we made that ourselves and we could now make it better but right. we're not going to change the label. So, and everyone always asks why that one tub is white. Out of all the tubs, why is the one white? It messes with my OCD. Why can't you guys make that tub black? Because we wanted it to be special. It was the second flavor. Who knows if we're even going to do another flavor after this one. We wanted it to be different and set it apart from protein hot chocolate. And again, that one launched in August. And I remember because we... We're in Alaska and we were running satellite phones because we were like 60 miles north of the Arctic Circle and living in a tent, living in a tent, freezing because it's 30 degrees. We're soaking wet for six days. We're cooking things on like a fire. We had no clean water, (laughs) but we had satellite phones. And so I'm messaging our manufacturer the whole time. Like when's this, when's the birthday cake coming in? We're getting ready to launch. We're going to fly out on our float plane in two days. We're going to launch it as soon as we get back to service, blah, blah, blah. So everything was ready to go for birthday cake when we got back to actual service and not civilization. (laughs) civilization. So we launched birthday cake and again, awesome hit just because of the amazing trust that we had built over the previous seven months. Because that, that was a turning point for our company too, because we could easily let them down. I mean, we had built up because protein hot chocolate is still one of our top sellers because the flavor of chocolate is so amazing. Mm -hmm. And what was nuts is like at that moment with birthday, we could have screwed everything up if that wasn't perfect. Right. And we spent, that was one of our, our flavors that we spent the most time that took on. like eight hours. Yeah, it took almost two full days of sitting at our manufacturer at a table in an office of just sample testing, after testing. sample after sample. And some of it was too sweet. Some of it was not cakey enough. Some had the wrong sprinkles. I mean, there were so many. We wanted to it make didn't sure. It did taste good for yeah. a long time. Yeah. I mean, the vanilla is either a slam dunk or it's garbage. Yeah. And we kept getting garbage. And finally, it was perfect. And we're like, yes, yep. that is it. This could be our second flavor because we had a standard. Absolutely. So we wanted to make sure, like Josh mentioned, that we didn't have this like one hit wonder of protein hot chocolate. And that is what we were so nervous about. So seven months later, we launched um, birthday cake. Right. And then we had this awesome idea to do two fall flavors shortly after in September and then October. So while we were finalizing birthday cake, we were also finalizing the two fall flavors, which was pumpkin spice and caramel apple. And then we launched 
those, which was our first like seasonal run, fun fall flavors, new labels, different stuff that people had really never seen before. I don't think anyone had actually launched a caramel apple flavor until we did. No one ever did. Yeah. And now you see it. Now you see it kind of everywhere. And pumpkin spice. I mean, that formula, we wanted it to replace the pumpkin spice of Starbucks. Mm -hmm. I wanted someone that craved pumpkin spice in the fall that gets it from every coffee shop there is and get them a, a, a healthier alternative. And that pumpkin spice, we wanted to make it low carb, low fat, high protein. And we put real cinnamon in it, real ingredients. And we made it perfect again. It's one of our most popular slash favorite flavors. Oh, it's amazing. And yeah. coffee by itself. I mean, it is really good, guys. Yeah, it's incredible. And up until that point, like we said, we're just, we then made Frosty Cookie for the holidays. And that was it for 2018. We had a lot planned for the, for early two. I'm sorry, that was 2017. For 2000, no, it was, yeah, no, it was 2018. So for 2019, we had a bunch of stuff planned, like pre-workout, creatine, new whey protein when we launched blueberry, then we launched hazelnut, then we launched dolce de leche, and then we had five summer flavors, and then we just launched the egg, we just launched two vegan. But during all of this year, during all of 2019, we had been perfecting that vegan protein. Pretty much all of actually until since Bomer Nutrition has been. We've been trying yeah. to perfect it. Because, guys, if you've ever had vegan protein before, it's like trying to eat dirt. It's it is it is so bad. It tastes like the earth. So It, it, it is bad. And we were it just – and we kept getting sample after sample that we're like, this is the best tasting vegan we've ever had. But it still tasted like butt. Right. So also this year we've launched bars. We have launched butters. We've launched popcorn. We've really – because we listen to our customers and because we are also our own best customer, we really do see a need for certain products. And our entire premise of Bomber Nutrition is to just make dieting easier. And how do you do that? You make fun flavors. You make fun food items like the butt, the, <laughs> the butt butters, the nut butters. I hope we don't make butt butter. <laughs> right. That would the, be bad. <laughs> the protein bars, the protein popcorn, all the things we have coming out for 2020. And that's something, another question that someone asked was, how long does it take from an idea to bringing something to market? And the answer honestly varies because like we said, the vegan stuff took almost two years to perfect. We tried for a solid year, and we were just like, we can't make it work. It's not going to work. Right. It's bad. So and I I'm actually, like, we can't put Bomber Nutrition, like, put this in the Bomber Nutrition line. Even though it's the best that's out there, it's still horrible. Right. And I just wasn't going to accept it. Right. So I did a post a few months ago kind of outlining, outlining all of the steps that go into making a product and having the idea and then actually bringing it to market. And it's a bar because I use that as an example. And the dates start on March 29th when we actually had the idea going to September 11th when the bars launch. So again, March 29th, we had the idea. And then September 11th, the bars launched. So if you can imagine keeping something a secret for that long and having so many steps, I'm counting... 25 steps in between idea to actual launch. There's so much that goes into there it. There is so much that goes into it. And I'm not going to bore you. And if you guys want to look that up, I literally posted it well, a few months ago. We do multiple different products all at the same time. 
So it's not just one. I mean, because, I mean, think about 2019. 2018, we were sold out for like probably five of those months. Right. At so least. until, so we launched fish oil and probiotics in the spring of 2018. But we just pulled inventory and not counting out of stock items, we have 97 SKUs right now. Yeah, I mean, talk. that's 97 different products that we took from nothing to something. And they're always simultaneously going. So we might be on step 10 of one thing, step 30 of another, step one of something, step four, we're selling something, oh, we're sold out. There's always moving parts when it comes to this business. And that's what's really exciting for us. But I do feel like that's what kind of sets us apart in this industry is that we come out with so much new stuff. Almost every other well, week. Well, because a lot of people are probably just taking their money and then having some sort of lavish Lamborghini lifestyle when we take a lot of our money and put back into the company to build it bigger and bigger and create more and more cool products for you guys. And and again, we have a great team. I don't want this to think that it's just Josh and Sarah here, but we do run a very, very lean business. Now, that does help. We have a, an employee named Mike that is literally... He works a job of like 12 people. He's mm -hmm. unbelievable. Yep. He really helps us with all, all a bunch of day-to-day -day stuff, especially labeled design and everything. I mean, guys, we care so much about each individual product that we have a photographer that works for us. Yeah, she's from Yugoslavia. That literally works for us full-time that designs and builds sets that we orchestrate for each individual product. And then we own that product. So the photos that you see on our labels, you will not see anywhere else. And if you do see them, let us know because we own them because we built trouble. them. Yeah. <laughs> Helga Helga's will get in it. trouble. But so, no, so we build each individual photo. So we pay someone literally for each individual set to be built. We tell them exactly what we want, where we want the frosting. I mean, down to the grain of salt on the caramel. Yeah, we, what color the straw is, which direction it needs to face. Like we were extremely hands-on and that's because we work so hard at getting the product perfect that like we said, we want the outside to reflect what's on the inside. Which is really hard to do because if you guys seen our labels, they're pretty crazy. Yeah, they look like I want to lick the labels. But <laughs> that kind of brings us into another question as to what sets our products apart. And I really think it happens at every single step of the equation. So obviously, let's toot our own horn. We have great ideas. Well, first of all, good is never good enough Good's for never us. Good enough. If it's not perfect, we don't bring it to market, yeah. plain and simple. We've ixnayed a lot of products just because they're not good. Like, we get stuff sent to us all the time that just does not cut, make the cut for us. I mean, we just experienced this with, what, it was like 2,000 tubs of Protein X. Yeah. That was just a little off, and we said, absolutely not, we're not selling this. So yeah. we lost... All of that money. Right. So the sample was great, but when the product actually was made in the mass production, it didn't taste good at all. And the only way to know that is if you actually mass produce something. So Because this is like a, a chef ma mixing, a, baking a cake. They mess up one little tiny ingredient, the whole batch can be completely ruined. Yeah. And so that happens. So what sets our stuff apart, It like I mentioned, is it happens at every single stage of the equation. And this is just our experience. We can't say that this happens for any other supplement company. We can't say that it doesn't. This is just what we do. So when we have an idea, whether it be from a recipe that Josh's grandma made, a drink menu we see in Vegas, an idea I see on Pinterest, something that my grandma used to make at Christmas, whatever the idea is, once we send it to our manufacturer, and we do have several, the food and flavor chemist is then responsible for making the product taste good and the formula 
perfect. And I bring ingredients to, to the right. table too, you know, on some of the stuff like grandma's French toast, we used her recipe and we figured out how to make it healthy and do right. all these different things, but it's grandma's recipe. Right. So we're very hands-on when it comes to the flavoring and everything else. So we send an idea and then we fly down to the manufacturer and we sit there and we test and we perfect. And then once something is actually finalized and ready to go, then our manufacturer's expertise steps in. And what's so great about the companies that we use, when we test, we don't just test a product once it's put together. We test individual ingredients before they're actually blended. That way, in case something is off, you find out before everything's mixed and put together. So those are steps that we take. So we test before it's put together, and then we test once it's put together. And in between that, the facility is GMP certified, it's FDA certified, it's NSF certified. So there's so many steps. If you guys see the behind the scenes that we post, we really pride ourselves on how clean these facilities are. Right. I mean, again, we want the best of the best because Sarah and I are the type of people that we're not going to put crap in our bodies. So we want the best tasting protein, the best quality protein, the best kind of ingredients, the best pre-workout, the best probiotics. The best greens, I mean, everything, everything the best. So we don't make anything unless we would be taking it ourselves. Right. So we don't cut any shortcuts. Like our pre-workout, when we were designing it, we brought a, a big list of everything that makes a massive difference. And I said, hey, bring everything out that makes a massive difference in a workout. Some Everything that's clinical. We have this huge long list of ingredients. And most companies pick like two or three of them. Like because caffeine and beta alanine and maybe citrulline malate. And so because it's inexpensive, every yeah. ingredient you add is money cost. Mm -hmm. and, and that cost is what takes profit away from, from obviously the manufacturer or, or the, the, store, the yeah. store, whatever. But they brought out the list and I said, I want everything in it. Everything. All clinical dosed. And he, they were like, it's going to be very expensive. I'm like, well, I don't care. I said, I want the best of the best pre-workout ever made, all clinically dosed. Let's do it. And because, so that's exactly what we did. Because that's what we want to use before our workouts. Right. And then we didn't overprice it. Right. Like a lot of people for that product, would have it would have cost double the price of what we sell ours for. But because our main business is selling straight to you guys, we absorb all that profit loss into the, the building of the product and still make it competitively priced for you guys. Yes, of course, Sarah and I make less money, but you guys get to enjoy a high quality product for an affordable price. Absolutely. So speaking of ingredients, one of the questions that we got was what education do we have for supplements? And when it comes to the creation and the ingredients, there are so many amazing podcasts out there that we listen to. We have a book downstairs called The Supplement Period Pyramid. And we also have been taking products for a long time. So we know what we like. We know what works. And we, we really do our research when it comes to different products and how they react in the body and how they work together. And we have a team that helps us. So it, there's, there's entire teams at our manufacturer that, who have you know, biochemistry degrees. Yeah. And studied neuroscience and that was their specialty. So if I have brain questions, that's who I bring it up to. I say, Hey, do you have anything, any special ingredients? You've looked, yeah. What about X, Y, and Z? Oh, that sounds great. Let's make a product and I'll test it. Mm -hmm. And then we test it and say, wow, that's amazing. Can we add in this? Oh yeah. I never thought about that ingredient. Yeah. Let's do this, this. Or no, we can't because we can't 
it, it's best absorbed in a capsule versus a powder. Because it needs to get through your, your stomach acid mm-hmm. and then absorb through the small intestine. So it needs a protective capsule, blah, blah, blah. It's There's basically chemistry class in high school, yes. but with fun ingredients. But So we work with a lot of people that specialize in a lot of different areas. They're not just like one person. Food chemists that are unbelievably talented that make products great. And so we bring a lot of the ideas. We're Sarah and I are not the people that are mixing this up in our garage Absolutely and then not. taking <laughs> shovels and putting it into tubs. I mean, this is a very high-level production here and an entire team that makes this come together. But a lot of the ideas, uh, pretty much most of the ideas, always come from us. Yeah, and, and it's, it's really nice to be educated when it comes to ingredients. That way you can actually have informative and educa- educative conversation. Educative? I liked it. If it's not in the dictionary, it should it be. It should be. <laughs> Educated conversations with the manufacturers and with these scientists and with these people who went to school for this because that just expedites the process and makes a better product in the long run. We're not just trusting on faith that they're giving us the best stuff. We actually know that it is the best. Yeah, I think that's important. So, uh, again, people ask, what makes our company different? I mean, we are the people that go and hand fly down there, both of us. And it costs us a lot of money, guys. I mean, how much easier would it be to have samples sent to our house as we're comfortably sitting on the couch and we sip it and say, "Mm, this is pretty good. Let's go with that. Mm -hmm. Instead, we spend the money. We fly all the way down to our our manufacturer. We sit in the room for hours on end, sometimes days, perfecting flavors until they're perfect. And then when it comes to things like pre-workout we obviously perfect the flavor while we're there we perfect the formula and then we get samples sent to us that we can test for one to two to even four weeks at a time or josh and i are testing a product right now that if it works we're gonna we're gonna launch it and this product is amazing guys it's making a big difference in my life and sarah's and so i'm super excited to bring this to market i'm not even gonna give you a hint but it is life-changing and we're but we want to make sure that it works for us because we aren't just in the business to make money. We are in the business to make a difference in people's lives. We have been approached by so many different companies where we try something and it doesn't work for us and we end the relationship right there. Because right then. No matter they, how much money. No. Now, guys, we've b- built a very lucrative business now, you know, and I, I don't want this to sound like Sarah and Josh, you know, are poor because we do everything, you know, back. I don't, I don't want to be misleading. We've built a very lucrative business, but it was not money focused first. Right. I mean, or last, or even, e- it's never been really a focus of ours. Well, that you actually kind of brings us into our second to last question, which was, when did we realize our brand was a success? Honestly, the first five-star review we got, the yeah. very first one, I mean, when that review came in and it was just like, I am so unbelievably grateful for a product this good. It, it aligned with exactly how we felt about our brand. Mm-hmm. And to see a customer align with the f- how we felt, it was truly a, an eye-opening statement. Like, okay, because everyone thinks their own food tastes the best, right? They think they're the best cook, whatever. But when it's validated by the customer, that was the moment for me that I was like, wow, this is real. I think we did it. Right. And for me, I mean, I think every day I'm kind of reminded that the products that we make are changing people's lives. And to that is a success, you know, yeah, you're always going to have some unhappy people, but 99.9999% of people are sending us messages of, 
my my child's eczema went away because of your collagen or my mom after chemo can finally drink a protein shake and keep it down and she's putting weight back on or you know the my the kids my kids want waffles they want they, they want, want bomar the, waffles yeah, my nephew calls my mom makes birthday cake waffles with our protein but then my sister will drink it at the house so my nephew calls it waffle juice and just like seeing like oh my kids are now drinking greens and they're feeling better i haven't been sick i haven't needed my allergy medicine because of your greens all of the reviews that we see come through every single day are honestly just a reminder that the work that we've done has been a success and it's important that we keep going because truthfully we we love making a difference in people's lives and that's always been our goal we've always chased value not money and i'm going to say that one more time because i think it's important we chase value not money conversations that sarah and i have in private aren't how do we make more money yeah we say how else can we make a difference right that's a big big difference in attitude and and really mindset because i'm telling you guys out there if you're trying to build a company to make money it's going to fail because money is not a motivator. Money doesn't get you up early and keep you up late and, get, and, and push over and over and over again. And so, but making a difference and changing people's lives do. And that's a huge difference maker for us, you know, whenever we get these messages. So all you customers out there that are truly enjoying the product that haven't written a review or sent us a DM, we encourage you to do that because we love them. Sarah and I are the ones that read those. We read every single one, good and bad. And, you know, we do get some some bad from time to time. I, I mean, we're running a multi, multi, multi-million dollar company now, and there will be a bad egg from time to time, but we do our best to always take care of that and keep that 99%, you know, satisfaction. And, and, and truthfully, what we find with a lot of the negative you know, reviews is a lot of those people don't even buy our stuff. Yeah, they're, they're just trolling competitors, which is funny, but we, we've seen that on, I mean, dozens of different occasions where we check their email, check their name, and they're not even a customer and come to find out they work with a, a competitive brand or whatever. And it's so high school at the same time, you know, it just cracks me up. Yeah. So the last question is where do you see yourself in five years with the business? And this is a question that was asked of me during a video that I did with, with balance. And if you had asked me five years ago where I saw myself, I would not say at the point where I am. So to, so to answer that question, it's, it's honestly like sky's the limit. Yeah. I don't see us slowing down at any time. We, we haven't hit a, a stagnant point in our business yet. It's just been climbing and climbing. And, and again, our goal is to impact as many people as possible. Every single fitness person out there has Bomar Nutrition on their shelf. I mean, I'll be happy. You know, I think diving into more diverse areas, I think would be really cool too. You know, not just the, the fitness influencers kind of style, mm -hmm. you know, moms and kids and grandpas and grandmas. And I mean, everything you can think of, I think would be really cool to make an impact. So we are going to be branching out for sure in multiple different areas. And I think for us, you know, moving forward, as long as we're making an impact in people five years from now, we're going to be doing the same thing that we're doing right now, just at a bigger level. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that kind of concludes this podcast. We are going to be doing like we mentioned at the beginning, some fitness and then some business podcasts. This won't be the last time we talk about Bomer Nutrition, especially if someone brings up a topic that we could 
do another 40 minute podcast on. So. Yeah, I just I hope you guys um, like like our show. You know, we've we've been recording quite a few now. I think we've done seven. And if you do enjoy this, please subscribe. Let us know. Leave a positive review. And if you want to leave a negative review, just don't. Yeah, just don't. <laughs> just don't do it. <laughs> so thank you guys for listening. We are going to go grab some dinner and we'll see you over in episode eight.